Well, good evening, everyone. You're tuned in to 91.7 FM WMSE. It's Tuesday at 6 o'clock, and uh, it's time for Local Live. Once again, my name is Cal. I'm here with Aaron. Yep. It is time for me to hurt myself with equipment in the studio. Just poke myself in the eye. She's going to have a black eye tomorrow <laughs> because of her headphones. First ever. It's getting dangerous. Dangerous in here. Instance. Cal, who, who do we have on deck for for tonight? Tonight is the Honeymooners. This is one I've been really excited about for a long time. Uh, this is the project of Eli Smith. Um, and he's, uh, he's flying solo tonight. At, there have been times when there's been an actual full band of Honeymooners, but uh, mainly just a solo project. And uh, he came out with his debut EP, uh, Sleepwalking, in August of 2013 and just released... Uh, Night Beach, which is his first full length, and uh, haven't had a chance to see him live yet, so I'm really excited. Um, but I am really loving this new album. It's uh, it really. My first impression was that it it reminded me of Mount Erie, which is a band that I really really love, or I guess I should say a project. I think that's kind of a solo project also, but uh, it's got kind of a, a super atmospheric sound, and there's a lot of different. Uh, just kind of noisy and uh, crossed with like folk and uh, I just don't know of any other Milwaukee artist really making music like him so pretty stoked yeah I agree I I hear the Mount Erie references too and also after multiple listens to Night Beach it kind of comes off as like early grizzly bear a little bit Mm -hmm. animal collective with the less kind of more minimalistic stuff um, I didn't get to see them as a, a full band. I blew my chance a month ago. They were playing the high dive and I was feeling awful and had to leave early. But I did get to see that uh, Apollo Vermouth's Elisa Rodriguez was sitting in on guitar and a couple other people I recognized and I wish I would have caught them. But uh, Eli is going to pull out all the bells and whistles because sound check sounded awesome. Um, and I really, really liked Night Beach, which came out in October. Uh, it's a really still, intense record with lots of cool found sounds and instrumentation. So I'm looking forward to his set. So we'll we'll get that going right now. Indeed, he's got quite the setup out there. A lot of a lot of different things that I I personally have no idea what they are, but uh, <laughs> we're gonna find out all about it. We're gonna have a quick message from our sponsor, and we'll be right back with some live music. Stay tuned. Support for WMSE comes from Hi-Hat and The Garage on Brady. The Garage and Parkhouse Patio are open for lunch every weekday with a new menu and daily features. Hi-Hat opens for dinner and cocktails at 4 p.m. More information on Facebook and at garageonbrady.com. Thanks, as always, to the Hi-Hat and Garage. And uh, we will now send it out to the Bob and Jeannie Friedman live performance studio. Here is Honeymooners.
This is Mark Waldock, and you're listening to 91.7 WMSE. Streaming WMSE from anywhere in the world is now easier than ever. From your computer, tablet, or smartphone, simply visit WMSE.org, click Listen Live at the top of the page, and away you go. Listening to WMSE anywhere and everywhere you may be. in between. I don't know. Maybe it was the Five and Dime Show. Shopkeeper Ken. Every other Thursday morning, 9 a.m. to noon, on 91.7 WMSE. The soothing sounds of Shopkeeper Ken. (laughs) Welcome back to 91.7 FM. It's Local Live. We've got Eli in the studio. Welcome. Thank you. Thanks for that awesome set. And, uh, well, I guess we'll just, uh, we'll get right down to the the hard-hitting interview portion of the program here. Um, So, like I was mentioning in the intro, you were, you did have a a full band for a little while there, and we were just kind of wondering, like, 
Have you had a full band in the past, or was this the first time, and like, how long did that last? Actually, the full band was really brief in comparison with the solo. Okay. Um, like, rendition of it. I guess I did it solo for, I think, over four years before I formed that band. And then we actually just played one show. We rehearsed for about two months, I think, and then we did it specifically for that release show. And um, our drummer, Micah, he actually just... Um, went back to Spain. He teaches English there. So oh, okay. that was kind of the reason for um, doing a one-off show as opposed to having uh, multiple ones. Okay. Yeah. So is that, uh, are you going to find another drummer or is that kind of the end of the band portion of of Honeymooners for now? Um, It's the temporary end, I think. I don't know. I never really know what I want to do with this project, I guess. It's always like a, a question mark the future is. So it'd be fun to do it full band again. Um, so I think I'll consider that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, actually two of the members of that band and I are going to start writing music together. So that might kind of take the place of doing a full band version, but we'll see. That's cool. Um, who all contributed to night beach? Oh, I actually recorded all of that. So, um, I taught those folks the songs, but I recorded all of it. Yeah. That's, right. uh, that's amazing. Nice falsetto. <laughs> <Thanks>. <laughs> that's great. Well, we heard it in the, the first song. I was going to yeah. say, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's great. Um, so how long have you been doing field recordings? Um, it's funny. A lot of the field recordings on that album, this is so lame, but there, a lot of them aren't mine. Um, I collected other people's for a while, and I've been doing my own finally in the past year or so. Okay. So I think more of my own will appear on the next one. Um, I was kind of bummed. Uh, that I used other people's recordings for that album. But um, yeah, I've recently started doing field recordings, so hopefully more of my own will appear on the next release. Do you have a pretty huge collection of your recordings, whether they're yours or not? Um, yeah. If you combine other people's that I've downloaded in mine, I have probably hundreds of field recordings and fan sounds. Um, yeah, a lot of kind of crappy iPhone recordings of my own, but I guess they, they're still pretty good, actually. Yeah. Yeah. So do you sit with your field recordings and build songs around them, or do you, you know, just kind of throw them in, you know, just to, like, fit the mood of a song you've already written? Um, hmm. I'm trying to think of, like, what I did for this album. Uh, I think... I was okay with the field recordings having a structural basis or like forming the structural basis for songs like for Passing Train, uh, the third track on the album. My goal was for the field recording to kind of be the underlying structure as opposed to like a chord progression or a melody or something. So they kind of took different forms. Like in some of the songs, they're pretty um, pretty much in the background, just kind of adding to the texture and the timbre. But um, yeah, they kind of pop up in varying ways, sometimes as a structural basis and sometimes as just kind of an additional uh, sonic thing that's cool you kind of <laughs> are a little <laughs> i'm having problems with equipment today but so basically you let um you don't let anything dictate what you do <laughs> cal turn my mic off for a second <laughs> i gotta fix something <laughs> right yeah i don't um yeah i don't have a unified or like set way of doing things in terms of writing songs i guess it it seems kind of um, on a song-to-song -song basis in terms of what will determine the structure and um, drive things forward. So, yeah. yeah. 
And you had, um, you've mentioned that you had like two years worth of work that you, like prior to this album that you, you basically <laughs> scrapped all of that? Sort of, yeah. I was probably kind of misleading when I said that, but because some of what I did, let's see, there's like two songs. Um, just trying to think quickly in my head to recall which ones have elements from past songs. I think two or three of them have like brief um, parts of other songs that I made during that time, but most of that was scrapped. Okay. Yeah, I scrapped everything I made for like two and a half years. It was a it was a bummer, especially because I love doing this so much. It was, um, yeah, very strange. Um, but yeah, I sat down to write this and was like, okay, I'm going to finish an album. Even if I hate it, I will release it. And that was <laughs> <laughs> the... Was the that goal. what the deal was? Like, yeah, you're that's just what dissatisfied? I, I made myself do this. I mean, I, I like Night Beach. I'm happy with it. But yeah, that was kind of what I, I thought at the outset. I have to make something... Uh, functional <laughs> so what were you like what were you dissatisfied about um with the stuff that you had done before was it just a matter of like once you finish it you immediately start to like dislike it or sort of i think th that happened at the time and i realized i think i was overthinking the music too much i was almost like constructing it's hard to describe my ideal of what it should be rather than just letting it happen intuitively if you're making pop music i think the the best pop music is made kind of intuitively. Um, not sure. that you shouldn't put conscious thought into it, but I think that was my fault um, in, you know, writing those songs. So with this album, I just kind of wrote and recorded in a stream without really considering what I was doing. I just kind of kept going for like six months and then that's how it, it was a bit different this time around. Okay. But now how was that different from like your first EP? Was that a long process of creating those songs? Um... That was similar actually to Night Beach in that with both I wrote and recorded them um, without a lot of considered thought, you know, as I was doing it, um, not really overthinking or trying to structure things too much. I think with both they just kind of came out um, one song after another and then ultimately forming a cohesive thing. So both were um, similar in that way. Okay. So now you know how you have to work in order to make something. Uh, yeah, that finally I figured it out. It's so nice. Yeah, it's like an instruction manual. Yeah. Um, so the release has really like a lot of water-centric themes. <laughs> have you ever lived close to water? Have you always lived close to water? Um, I guess I grew up in Franklin, um, which is half an hour from Milwaukee, and so I guess in that way I've been close to the lake. I was actually born in Oregon, um, and I'm kind of fascinated with the West Coast generally, and I think that pops up in a lot of the songs, like traveling um, and being fascinated with my environment and wanting to express that. And I feel like field recordings kind of augmented um, that desire to express um, that fascination, I guess. Okay. Sure. Yeah. And can you tell us a little bit about the cover art? Like, obviously it's a night beach, but who, who are the people in it? Do you know them? And oh, why? yeah. They're both me. Um, okay. Yeah. I made that in Microsoft Word. That was kind of funny, um, that cover art. Uh, but um, it's like two photos. One is, I think my mom or dad took it when I was young, um, and it's of me walking on the beach. And then one I took myself, and it's my shadow. Um, I took a trip to San Diego like a year and a half ago, and I took it then. So those are the two photos. I guess they're both me. Okay, yeah. nice. So was that on a beach too? The one, the, the shadow was that? Did you like superimpose a beach on a beach for that, or what was? Actually, that? yeah, <laughs> um, both. Yeah, I, I did superimpose a beach on a beach. One, 
One of the photos, I kind of adjusted the contrast, but one was taken during the day, so it's very sunny, though you can't tell in the art, and then one, uh, the one of my shadow was taken at night. So that is literally a night peach. <laughs> no <laughs> see. And actually, the, the water themes, too, that kind of goes back to your first EP, too. Do you, do you like, travel around to different uh, bodies of water? Is that, like, something that's a common uh, travel <laughs> destination for you, too, or...? Um, I think the links between those two are subconscious, huh. though probably very like tangible. Like you've touched on something that I didn't realize. I think, <laughs> uh, but um, I don't know if I consciously decide to go to places with water, but maybe that's something I'm attracted to. But yeah, I forgot about that with that EP. How that was linked to water too. <laughs> <laughs> Do you ever play any of the uh, older songs when you play live anymore? Or is that just like a thing that you you've kind of dismissed as part of the past now uh hmm yeah i guess i don't really play them i um i feel like i cycle through songs relatively quickly so um hopefully i'll hold on to some of these but for a while i was playing the last song on that ep i think i played that song haikus for like three years or something and then just kind of stopped but that was probably the longest lasting one and then i stopped playing it like a year and a half ago or something okay so, I tell me if I'm wrong, but I feel like you're in a couple other projects too in Milwaukee besides Honeymooners. Yeah, um, I play in Karen's. I play drums in that band. Um, that's John Larkin from Ela. That's kind of his brainchild. Um, and then I play. I recently joined this band, Social Caterpillar, um, which is Kyle Smith um, from Scholars kind of project. Um, and I play bass in that band too. Okay, so you're like a multi instrumentalist, truly. You know. I suppose I, so, yeah. Yeah, I see you sitting down there in front of, like, all your pedals and stuff, but, yeah, it's it's more like, I don't know, when you see someone with a bunch of pedals, you just automatically think electronic, you know, guitar or whatever, but you can... Do you do you get behind a kit very often and play, like, organic stuff? Um. Yeah. I feel like, well, with playing in Cairns, yeah, since we practice almost weekly, um, I guess I'd kind of do that by default. Um, prior to doing that... I guess so. Yeah, I was playing drums on and off for a while at home. Um, so I try to play drums pretty often. Yeah. Would you ever incorporate like a drum machine into music like that you write like for Honeymooners or? Maybe. I don't know why I have an aversion to them, which is kind of a bummer. I think they're kind of cool. I just, I don't know. I've never really incorporated it, I guess. Um, but it could be interesting now that you mention it. It's something I hadn't thought of. Mm. Nice. We're, we're giving him ideas here. <laughs> you are. I like that. <laughs> so we want to get you out for your second set, but before we do, do you have any shows coming up that you want to tell people about? I don't know if I'm playing any anytime soon. Um, there's one I'm not playing that will be really cool this weekend. There's multiple really cool shows happening this weekend. There's one at Quarters. Uh, my friend Elisa of Apollo Vermouth is playing um, and this really good artist from Chicago called Anthony Janice, he's playing too. Um, that'll be a cool show. So that's one I would definitely plug. All right. And uh, like people to tell our audience where they can find their music. So where can where can we find Honeymooners? Um, I'm on Bandcamp, Facebook. Um, you can email me at honeymoonerswi at gmail. And oh yeah, I'm on SoundCloud too. I think that might be it. Um, I do not have a Twitter or a Tumblr or anything else. I'm pretty sure that might be it. 
And yeah. uh, I think you mentioned that there might be a physical release coming out of the new album. Is that uh, in the works or is that kind of hypothetical at this point? Oh, we did a small run of CDs at the release show. Okay. Um, I still have some. I've been uh, neglecting bringing those to shows, but um, with the next release I do, would like to do a tape. I'm not sure if I'll do much more with Night Beach, but um, yeah, I still have some CDs lying around that I'll probably bring to shows if I play them. Okay. Cool. Well, let's get you back out for your second set. It looks like you're starting with an untitled track here. Yeah. Okay, cool. All right, we'll have some more live music with our guest, Eli Honeymooners, <laughs> in just a moment. Stay tuned. Hello, Milwaukee. Hello, Milwaukee. Do you remember the good old days when Roland was every drummer's name? Well, I do. This is Haven, host of Wave Tank. I play a mix of old and new synthesizer-based music on the darker and colder end of the spectrum. You will hear new wave, cold wave, minimal wave, synth pop, industrial, electro, experimental, krautrock, ambient, and drone. So slip into the wave tank, heard every other Wednesday from 6 to 9 a.m. on 91.7 on your FM dial, or online at wmsc.org. Coffee Roasting Company's Radio Roast is perfect for turning down the volume, tuning out, and finding a place to nap. Just like WMSC. Wait. Anodyne's Radio Roast is made just for WMSC. And just like the station, it's bold, one of a kind, and essential for getting you through the day. Milwaukee's own Anodyne Coffee Roasting Company has made a specialty blend with a portion of the proceeds going to supporting independent radio programming. Crafted for the bold personality that represents the Mighty 91. Expect to find notes of dark chocolate, melon, and orange citrus in the finish. Get it at Anodyne locations in Walker's Point on Bruce Street, Bayview on Kinnikinnick, and at the Public Market in the Third Ward. Or go to WMSE's online store at WMSE.org. Harvey, want anything special for your birthday? Just a decent cup of coffee. All right, here we go once again live from the Bob and Jeannie Friedman Live Performance Studio. It's Honeymooners. Fisher monitors her stars from the Nick Observatory, just south of San Francisco on Mount Hamilton. When I go up and I see the telescope domes, the thing that always strikes me is that these are monuments to mankind's curiosity to try and find out who we are and what our place is in the universe. Because why are we doing this? Why should anybody care whether there are planets or other stars? Well, ultimately, we humans care about the Earth, and we would like to know whether there are other solar systems that harbor Earth-like planets.
Hi, I'm Dr. Sushi, host of Dr. Sushi's Free Jazz Barbecue. I can be heard live every Tuesday morning between 9 a.m. and noon. If you're not able to check out my show live, you can go to the archives at WMSC.org, navigate your way over to Dr. Sushi's Free Jazz Barbecue, and listen to me any time of the day or night. I play radical jazz, avant-garde and experimental music, and anything else that pops into my mind. So tune in between 9 and noon to check out Dr. Sushi's Free Jazz Barbecue on the Mighty 91.7 WMSC each and every Tuesday morning. It's a little bit funny This feeling inside I'm not one of those Who can easily hide I don't have much money Alright, we're back in the studio with Eli Of Honeymooners Hello I don't. I never know if I should say this It is or are Honeymooners <laughs> We're going with is Anyway, we've reached that special time in the program. This is your song. And uh, it's funny because I mentioned earlier that you, your, your music instantly reminded me of Mount Erie. And, of course, you chose the microphones, which Phil Alvaroon ended up uh, turning into Mount Erie in a way. So uh, how did you come across microphones? Um, I think I found out about the microphones when I was 16 and... A friend had shown me them 
and I heard this song, The Moon, that you're going to play. Um, and I was just like scrolling through it on YouTube, kind of hitting different spots. And all of a sudden I heard um, when the song kind of opens up after a minute and I was just hooked. Um, and that's kind of how I almost became obsessed with the microphones at yeah. that point. It's understandable. Um, so that this was your first uh, exposure was this very song? I think so, yeah. Oh, cool. Do you uh, did, have you uh, kind of gorged on all of Phil's stuff since then? I have, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's easy to do. <laughs> so we're gonna play the Moon off of the Glow Part Two. Uh, definitely a classic album, and uh, yeah. Then we'll be right back and uh, wrap up the show. Stay tuned.
Tonight's edition of WMSE's Local Live was brought to you by Hi-Hat and The Garage on Brady. The Garage and Parkhouse patio are open for lunch every weekday with a new menu and daily features. Hi-Hat opens for dinner and cocktails at 4 p.m. More information on Facebook and at garageonbrady.com. All right, that's just going to wrap it up just about for us here on Local Live. We just listened to uh, the microphones doing The Moon, and that was Eli's pick for This Is Your Song This Week, and uh, thanks a lot for coming in and, uh, and playing. No problem. And Thank you for us. having me. Absolutely. Uh, tell people one more time uh, where they can find your music. You can find my music on Facebook, on Bandcamp, just honeymooners.bandcamp. That's where I have my uh, recordings, and then SoundCloud, too, if you like SoundCloud. I'm on there. Fantastic. All right. I want to let everyone know that it is just after 7 o'clock and you're tuned into 91.7 FM WMSE, the big sound downtown. We're broadcast service of the Milwaukee School of Engineering, and it's 49 degrees outside right now. It's going to be mostly cloudy tonight, then gradually becoming mostly clear with a low around 43. Tomorrow's going to be sunny with a high near 54, and tomorrow night partly cloudy with a low around... 48 and uh yeah that's gonna just about do it we got a, our, our credits to roll here oh yeah yeah we're gonna roll the credits, Rolling uh, <laughs> credits. so again thanks for tuning in to tonight's edition of local live local live is a production of wmsc radio recorded and broadcast live from the bob and Jeannie friedman live performance studio on the downtown campus of the milwaukee school of engineering and Local Live is produced by Aaron Wolf Calaroach and engineered by Billy Cicerelli. Photos by Debbie Duris. Hospitality for Local Live artists provided by Cedar Teeth Pizza. Who can be found online at cedarteeth.com. Anodyne Coffee, who can be found online at anodynecoffee.com. And by Sprecher Brewing Company. More info at sprecherbrewery.com. For upcoming guests and archives of past Local Live performances, you can visit wmse.org. And tune in again next Tuesday at 6 o'clock for another edition of Local Live with Mead Lakes Most Wanted. All we'll right. find out if it's true, if they're really <laughs> Mead Lakes Most Wanted. You will want them more after you hear them play <laughs> on Local Live. <laughs> okay, stay tuned for Midnight Radio, and we'll see you next week.